0: Welcome to the League of Logic podcast, a podcast where you can learn how to think for yourself. Once you get on the path for truth, you won't want to turn back. We invite you to check out our website before we get into the podcast, leagueoflogic.com. Inside that website, you'll find some study tools that will help you get on that path to truth. They are the foundation of the discussions in this podcast. You also find a contact page in the website where you can leave us a comment or a question. Please do. We'd love to hear from you. You can also do the same thing on our Facebook page. If you want to support what we're doing, you can go to our store on the website and purchase t-shirts, hoodies, hats, things like that. That would go a long way in helping us out. The second greatest thing you can do to help us out is to follow, subscribe, hit whatever button you got to push to keep up with the channel. Thank you for listening to the League of Logic podcast. I get ready for a much-needed conversation about truth.
1: And y'all missed a good pre-show. we well, you got to figure out how to catch stuff like that. Good pre-show. Took us, what, 20, 30 minutes just to get even ready. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem when you start studying your Bible. You want to talk about it. Yep. Oh, man. It was a good conversation. Oh, it was a good conversation. So, because we spent so much time up front, I want to... Dive headfirst into just one thing to get out of the way, and then I'm going to tell you what I've been thinking about this week, and we'll get your feedback. A couple of things that I want to say right off the bat, and I know I'm obsessed with this, but the whole COVID and the virus thing, and the vaccine, and all that nonsense—it's probably the greatest lie ever told to the American or the whole world. Let's just be honest: that the vaccine and stuff works. Um, but there's some things that are happening now that are driving me absolutely nuts. They had found some memos this week about the secret deals between the U.S. and the Britain to hide the COVID vaccine adverse effects. There's a whole article on it, just the news. Uh, what well, And then the other guy, Judicial Watch, uh, Tom Fenton, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Through some FOIA things, they had pulled out um, all the different, It's like 57 pages of information Um from the Department of Health and Human Services, the HHS, that show that just two days prior to the FDA approval of the Pfizer vaccine, the COVID-19, a discussion between the U.S. and the U.K. health regulators regarding the COVID shot and anaphylaxis. uh, They were mutually confidential agreements. And they knew before they approved it, it won't write. So this isn't like, we had to rush it out there because of an emergency and we just found out later that there's some side effects they knew before they approved it they know now okay so do you remember the big hype whenever people were going to get vaccinated and i remember pops telling me about it he almost didn't do it i wish he hadn't have but he almost didn't do it because of the waiver that you had to sign before you actually get the shot saying that you weren't going to hold anybody responsible for any adverse side effects. That was a big deal. Everybody had to sign it. And the reason was they knew there was going to be adverse side effects. Now those protections that came to the big pharma corporations for not having to, you know, be responsible for adverse side effects Those protections for them came through the emergency order that was created by the government. Mm -hmm. It's actually put in place by Donald Trump Mm -hmm. saying that, you know, look, we know this is an emergency. Hurry up and get it out there. We're not going to hold you responsible if we don't get it right. That in itself should have been enough for everybody to be like, you know, "I I really need to think about this. You know what I'm saying? But it didn't. Now, what happens when that emergency order goes away in the next month or two? I think May that emergency goes away that order do they lose their protection is the question well it just so happens that under the radar this week the CDC and decided that it would be a great idea to add the covid vaccine to the vaccine schedule for children and in doing so they are now protected under one of the acts, hold on, I'll find which one is, oh, the PrEP Act from 1986, they cannot be held responsible for any adverse effects from the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Even though we know it doesn't work, even though we know it's causing problems, they've added it to the vaccine schedule. Nobody knew about it. Do you know about it? No. Yeah, I read it. It's on the card. Two or three doses From
0: six months on. Not my kid. (laughs) Nope. Nope. I don't even have kids. (laughs) And so, all right. This is going to lead
1: into it to the next thing I got. The other thing that happened this week that I saw an article on from PJ Media is that the feds are now tracking the unvaccinated. And the WHO, the WHO, is telling them to do it. And she so think, well, what in the world? How are they doing that? Well, if you go to the hospital for anything, they ask you, have you been vaccinated? And if you say no, they put you on a list. Some have been even denying services because you weren't vaccinated. And... This this program was implemented in april first of twenty twenty two. That's whenever they began. You know when they started implementing it? January twenty twenty three. It's in place. It does not require your consent for them to add you to this list. And the information is accessible within the United States healthcare system as well as outside the US healthcare system. Medicare and Medicaid are involved in this program. And, man, (laughs) so this all sparked my thinking, and I mentioned it to you guys on Wednesday night. We've had all this nonsense going on with train derailing and spy balloons and, and all this stuff, and it's very easy just to focus on those and say all the things that are wrong with them because there's a lot going on that's wrong. But we decided Wednesday that that's got to be distracting us from something, right? What is it distracting us from? And I think that it's distracting us from we are no longer a free country. We are a state. And we are in the process of being taken over by China. We have been invaded already, the invasion has happened. We were warned about this invasion. From Yuri Bezmenov in the 80s. This invasion didn't happen through a military force. It wasn't airplanes that came over and bombed us. It wasn't a military ship that showed up and dumped the people off on the coast. It happened very slowly and very quietly through the institutions, the schools. Mm -hmm. So think about it. So now they've got the farmland. Well, let's just slow down and go through them. You've got the schools and institutions so you can train people on how to think. Mm -hmm. you think well okay well that's that's not good but you know to be sure like you mentioned let's go to farmland next even if it's not in that order but you got the schools to train them whenever how to think so whenever china shows up and says we own you now they've already taught them that that's okay through the education system you say well that wouldn't happen you know what about um you know there's going to be some americans that are going to resist and then all we got to do is just cut off their supply of food but they they own farmland Three hundred, almost 400 million acres. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of farmland. They own poultry, swine, dairy. cattle dairy. Cattle, dairy and cattle farms. Mm-hmm. They own those. And so, well, yeah, but that, we have capitalism, right? Because we are a free nation, we like to work capitalists. No, because they own, they own the infa- corporations, manufacturing. They've infiltrated the corporations, the manufacturing. Okay. Just recently, the numbers came out for the number of Chinese nationals that are coming across the southern border. They're putting, I, this is, you can call it a conspiracy if you want to. I don't care. They're sending spies into the nation through the border, through illegal immigration, so that they can keep up with what we're doing. Mm-hmm. They sent spy balloons to map out things. Uh, for, all right. Let's just do this. I don't. I'm going to play you just a short clip of the alien uh, Yuri Ev, uh, Yuri Bezmanov. Before you do that, I want to add something. All right, go ahead. What you said about
2: distractions. I don't think the purpose is distractions. I think the purpose is, con, is intro, introduction to condition you because they can't throw it all out there at once. They'd yeah. have a revolution. That's right. So these things, there's, this happens. The government's not going to do anything about it. Because this is the way it is. It's that way with the two tier justice system, all of this. So they're yep. introducing it. Now while you're tied up with it and distracted. Yeah. Then they say, Okay, well let's move to make this move because they're, they're I think distracted. the move is
1: already made. Right. I think the move is already made. Yep. Here's the here's the uh Yuri Besmanov guy and check this guy out for just a second. I hope this works for the first time. Well, you spoke
3: several times before about ideological subversion. That is a phrase that uh, I'm afraid some Americans don't fully understand.
4: When uh, the Soviets use the phrase ideological subversion, what do they mean by it? Ideological subversion is, is the process which is legitimate, overt and open. You, you can see it with your own eyes. All, all you have to do, all American mass media has to do is to unplug their bananas from their ears open up their eyes and they can see it. There is no mystery. There's nothing to do with espionage. I know that espionage intelligence gathering looks more romantic. It sells more deodorants through the advertising, probably. That's why your Hollywood producers are so crazy about James Bond type of thrillers. But in reality, the main emphasis of the KGB is not in the area of intelligence at all. According to my uh, opinion and opinion of many defectors of my caliber, only about fifteen percent of time, money, and manpower is spent on espionage as such. The other eighty-five percent is a slow process, which we call either ideological subversion or active measures (aktivnye in the language of, of the KGB or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every. American, to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interest of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country.
1: Uh, so, go ahead, man.
0: I just want to say that we have a highly effective weapon against... We do that against not knowing what truth is, not being able to, to, to understand truth and make good decisions. We have a highly effective weapon for that. Yes, we do. That is the word of God. Now on,
1: and on the other side of that, we've got to go ahead and just get it in our brain that most people that listen to particularly this podcast, they ain't even going to believe it. Mm -mm. Most people you run into on the street, they're going to think you are crazy. They've been so conditioned that this is normal that whenever you tell them that this is not normal, they think you're an idiot. Yeah. And that's what he's talking about. It started a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Think of all the things that China actually pretty much controls. I mean, we, we mentioned the school systems, the institutions. We've mentioned farmlands and corporations. But what about entertainment? Who does Hollywood work for? That's all of it. What about the
2: NBA? Remember about four years ago that I told you that I put a picture of a man on yeah. on Twitter and yeah. I said this guy Yeah and they shut me down. Yeah. You remember his name? I can't remember his name, but I know he's a I Chinese. Hope, <laughs> I hope they don't I hope they don't come after the podcast because of this. His name is Neil Shin. He is the president. He is a United States citizen. He lives in China mm-hmm. because he's the president of Sequoia Capital start looking at sequoia capital go through their websites they have several nations but look at what they own their investments in major corporations in the united states hmm. and what's been deleted <clears throat> i don't know how much is still there you do your own research
1: well all put, right
2: put put in jeff zuckerberg and neil shinn i'm just saying and look yeah. for pictures
1: the other thing this <laughs> week I'm not trying to overwhelm with information, but, but stuff. You know what I'm saying? But the other thing, as you as you start just piddling around looking, it's not hard to find, man. You can use Google and find it. By the way, you can use the left wing search engine and still oh, see yeah. this stuff. It's not like it's a secret anymore. This is what I mean. That, like Yuri just said, all this information is right there in your face, and yeah. you ain't gonna believe it. So, um, and they know that they know it. They know it, and that's why they continue to chug forward. Because they say, well, we've got, yeah. them. we've got them used to this. That's okay. We've got them used to this.
0: Yeah, we've got just a handful of squawky noisemakers that, you know, they're saying all this truth, but nobody's going to believe them. So I want to
1: clear up one word that Yuri uses there because it could mean two different things, and we all know context and words have a, you know, they should mean something. Um, he said that uh, to, to demoralize a nation. That's not to make them feel like I'm sad or I can't do this anymore. To demoralize means to take away what's right and what's wrong, to take away a sense of, um, you know, just think about it from marriage or gender or abortion, which is right, which is wrong. You demoralize a nation by taking away their ability to distinguish between what is right and what is wrong. That's what he's talking about. He's not talking about to make them feel pitiful or like they've been defeated, like, you know, I'm like so humiliated. That's not what he's saying. That's kind of happened, has it not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Our whole nation has no clue what is right and what is wrong. Yeah. In fact, you try to talk to people, good, you know, good, nice, tender-hearted people, you try to talk to them about the difference between right and wrong, and you end up with more relativism, which is a demoralization of the nation. Well, that might be true for you, but it's not true for yeah. me. Or you go, love is love, man. And no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> anyway, so that's the demoralization. All right. Then you've got all the distractions that show up and the distractions are the conditioning process for what is actually taking place. The vaccine mandates, the mask mandates were never about vaccines. They were never about masks. They don't work. Neither one of them. There's scientific evidence, man. It is out there in abundance to show that they don't work. In fact, the vaccine is hurting people more than it's helping. Okay. So, but regardless of that, what then was the purpose it was the conditioning for obedience so that we would be obedient so that whenever the takeover happens, there will be no resistance because the only thing that stops an evil takeover is good. That's it. And if all the good has been demoralized and conditioned to accept that there's no such thing as good or bad, then whenever the, whenever the takeover happens, everybody would just be like well you know it's okay now I'm going to just relate what happened with the balloon thing and tell you then what happens let's just say for instance because I had I had heard this week too that they will never be able to take over the United States because our military is still stronger than the rest of the world okay and that's not a false statement but what if we can't use it what if it's incapacitated? You know, how are they going to do that? Nuclear weapons? No. They're going to use a balloon. You know how they're going to use a balloon? All right. You ready for this? This is a Senator Guy Paul something. I don't know. You'll, you'll hear his name. Just, I'm just going to play it. Okay? Blew my mind. Here we go.
3: We know it's real. And the EMP threat, we have known about this. Uh matter of fact, a balloon was used in 1958 to lift the first uh, one megaton bomb up to about 85,000 feet to detonate it just to see what would happen. And lo and behold, they got this huge electromagnetic pulse that uh, surprised everyone. Well, they thought that was big, but it wasn't until about four years later in the early 60s when they started launching them uh, much higher, a couple hundred nautical miles into outer space before setting them off. And the pulse got even bigger. It got so big that it was knocking out the power grid in the island, and we had to stop testing. Uh, Russians experienced the same thing. So, Senator, you're telling me the higher up it goes, the worse the event of the EMP, rather than being just, you know, a few thousand feet above the city of Chicago or, God forbid, city of Dallas where I live. Oh, oh absolutely. A, a, A low, a near ground burst. Will have a lot of local impact with the kinetics, like it, like happened in Japan, but high in the atmosphere, it's still going off in the atmosphere, and and its effect of line of sight is line of sight, and so getting above the atmosphere, then you get it from coast to coast and border to border. But uh, what 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 the the mechanism is is that. If high in the atmosphere, you won't get the kinetics from it. You won't get things blown up. Nobody will be killed. Not no animals hurt, trees hurt or anything. But the gamma rays coming off of that nuclear detonation will will impact the particles in the atmosphere, knocking the electrons loose, which then are affected by the Earth's magnetic uh, field and starts to swirl. And that'll do, induce a very very high two thousand volts per meter of uh, current in anything electrical or electronic and will burn up everything that is electrical or electronic in line of sight of it.
1: Okay. Now, do you remember what everybody was so upset about China about a year or two ago with these nuclear weapons that were going outside of the Earth's atmosphere and could travel super, super fast around the Earth, and we didn't have anything to track them? And they were like, we're going to hit us with a nuclear bomb. Well, no, they're not. They're just going to detonate it over the United States and knock out every electronic in the world. And if you ain't got electronic, you can't fly your plane. You can't plug in your coffee pot. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And now, again, I mean, I don't know. This ain't written down. I'm not reading it. This is I'm just thinking. What better way than to take over a nation to make them helpless? You're already inside.
2: The The better way is to do it from inside. Yep. It doesn't,
1: not setting off a nuclear warhead and taking out the grid. If you want to rob someone's house and take their valuables, do you throw a stick of dynamite in the front door and then try to clean up the diamonds out of the rubble? That's what I'm saying. No, you don't do that. If you want to be really sneaky, you get to be friends with them. You go over and have dinner with them. Y'all talk and have fun. Can I use your bathroom? You sneak in the bedroom. You pull the diamonds, put them in your pocket, and you walk out. They don't even know it for a while.
0: If you want to rob a strong man's house, you got to first (laughs) bind the strong man. The strong
1: man. Yep.
0: That has a few different implications in this.
2: Uh, The way you do it, you're, you're a real estate guy. I forgot the name of it somebody owes taxes on a house. Imminent domain and, no not it no that's not it somebody owns taxes on a house and you go pay those taxes
1: oh yeah you just the tax liens you can buy the tax liens on it so you own it uh what is the name of it i forgot I don't now know the name i don't know i'm not a good real it's still, estate agent. it's still legal in north carolina yeah it
2: is but that's how you do things and i'm gonna get back on the sequoia thing okay all right, because Neil Shin, even though he's a U.S. citizen the Time Magazine, all this, the greatest investor ever, smartest economic guy that ever lived, he lives in Hong Kong, and he's tied directly to the CCP. So look at, on the internet for yourself, Sequoia Capital, U.S. and Europe. Now they have them for all different nations. Go through the list of the companies, the companies they own. I'm just going to go with the A's maybe bees because there's too many of them <laughs> right but let's let's name some big ones airbnb uh-huh uh da, 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 da. atari apple There's a big one's nike's one i know it starts with an n yeah i know that but <laughs> I just, i've seen that before tiktok's another one facebook uh-huh. was another one um Man, there's way too many. Dropbox. I mean, how much data do we send through Dropbox? I'm just saying. Ethos. And I'm just scrolling through here and seeing big names that pick out. Well, I don't like saving cloud
0: documents. I, I hate the I, cloud, man. I got my documents saved locally. Here's another good one. Google.
1: Yeah, I was going to say Google. Google owns the world. Hey, oh, houses is, is another one. Who?
2: HubSpot. Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Look, there's nothing they don't have their hands in in the United States, is what I'm trying to tell you.
1: All right. So now add to that BlackRock. Yes. And that guy to, mm-hmm. to, uh, that basically controls the United States retirement. I've, I had this video too this week, but I didn't put it on here. I wasn't ready. BlackRock is investing heavily in China. They want to increase their savings in China. They have to. That's where all their money's that's at. That's where all the money's at. <laughs> they want to invest our money into China. China has invested their money in the United States, so they own a lot of our corporations. This same guy said on stage in front of everybody that the markets really like tyrannical governments. They Mm -hmm. do not like democracies because they're too unstable and they're messy. And he was praising how China's government was great for investing, and so they were going to be investing in that. They're taking our money from the United States in retirement, and they're investing in China stuff, so they have it.
2: I hope everybody understands that China's
1: already under digital. Oh, China's already under digital. We
2: are on the way. Uh, We're already there. You need to look up Executive Order 14607. Oh, man, yeah. That Biden signed into law last year.
1: Digital money. Digital money.
2: Digital money. That's where we're going.
1: So now you're like, well, the CCP can't really. So if they do come in here with spies and if they do get rid of our military and stuff like that then there's really there's no way for them to to control the the people you know the citizens you know what i'm saying i mean we still have you know our freedom and we'll have firearms and stuff and we can fight them back uh that, it's not like they have uh police stations all over the united states is there and i would be mm-hmm. like are you are you sure because you know we I mentioned one in new york last week or the week before that they had the fbi had raided oh yes they do I found another article. China has opened police stations in the U S and Canada. Their reason they need to monitor their Chinese citizens because the Chinese citizens aren't even free whenever they leave the country. Mm-hmm. But that's not the real reason. The real reason is because they need a police force in their new land. You Call it a conspiracy. If you want to, man, these things are just, they line up way too much.
2: Taking our guns as propaganda. They're not worried about taking our guns because when you can't buy or sell, you have no food, you have no water, you have no electricity. <laughs> you'll give up your guns. You'll
1: do whatever. There was another guy. So again, I hate to just keep throwing this information, but look—I fell down a bunch of rabbit holes this week. You know what I mean? This was another one. So I don't—I don't even really know who this dude is. He's like some reporter. And his, his Twitter handle is uh, Balaji, B-A-L-A-J-I, okay? And so he writes on the 15th February, New York Times, the liberal, is transitioning from wokeism to statism because the U.S. establishment doesn't want domestic chaos anymore. They're in control. So they, have, they used the wokeism, which was the demoralization, to gain control, and now that they've got control, they can switch. They don't have to worry about all this wokeism anymore. They can switch to statism. So you're going to see some. You're going to see less rights calling for abolishing the police and more funding to go to the police because the police are going to be enforcing, enforcing statism. They're not going to be there to protect the public like we understand the police. It's, uh, that's already happened with that's, the FBI. Yep, and that is shifting now. Right. You even see on the Democratic side of things, the liberal side of things, they're like, we need to have better training and more funding for our police so they can be trained. What happened? Mm-hmm. What happened? Mm-hmm. They realize they have the control they need to implement the statism. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see a lot. This guy's less on toxic masculinity, more on troops for foreign wars. Mm-hmm. Man, it's, that's happening like crazy. He goes on. He's got this, um, he has a chart. I'll, I'll try to put a link to his little feed. And basically, uh, it's how do you say it? So he has a chart of, I don't even know how to describe it, New York Times use, uh, usage frequency from 1970 to 2018 of woke terms, terms like uh, racist or racism or transphobia or any of these things. And so as you go through this this thing, you know, it starts in the 70s. And then around 2018, 2019, There's this dramatic spike. That is all they talked about, transgender. And it happened quick, did it not? Mm -hmm. I mean, five years ago, were we worried about changing gender of the kids in school? Just five years. Nobody even thought about that. That wasn't even a thing. But this wokeism showed up, this demoralization, I mean, exponential growth. And now, the majority of our United States would appear to be numb to it. Even the ones who don't agree with it, we're conditioned to the point we won't talk about it because we're scared of what happened to us if we do. Mm -hmm. Okay? But then what happened this year, after 2021 into 2022, 2023, those woke terms started to drop off just as quick as they shot up. And this guy's like, don't take that as a sign that we're rejecting it now. The, the sign is we've been trained. Conditioned. We're conditioned. We're conditioned. So now we don't have to be conditioned on that point anymore. We can move
0: on to the statism. Hmm. I, so I was listening to a podcast this week called Wild at Heart Podcast. Uh, John Eldridge and uh, I just blanked on the other guy's name. But uh, John Eldridge wrote a book called Wild at Heart. I would highly recommend that book. I think I've mentioned it before. Anyway, they asked this question in the podcast. If you knew that Jesus, if you knew without doubt, that Jesus would come back in your lifetime, what would you have to do to be ready? And and during that podcast, and that's you know a thought you can think about on your own, but um but he mentioned Bible says that in the last days people will be marrying, giving to marriage, and um basically life going on as normal when Jesus comes back. Mm-hmm. And and he and he said, Um there everything's gonna be going on as normal. Commerce you know, it's not gonna be basically what he was saying was there's not going to be this ginormous fallout and you're living in tents in the apocalyptic type of scenario before the Lord comes back. Things will still be going on as normal when he comes back. Mm-hmm. So before the end of everything, we don't know when, nobody knows the day or hour, but before it becomes like a zombie apocalypse, Lord's coming back underway i'm not trying
2: to normalize anything by any means <clears throat> but listening to you say that when jesus was here on the earth he was experiencing the same things we are yep okay israel was under roman rule Yeah. had nero caesar who wanted the one world government he wanted to control it all and you had the sanhedrin who were woke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah.
2: <laughs> Accepted false doctrines. So don't be surprised at any of this. But Christ lived through it. We can too. Yeah. I,
1: and, and I just wanted to show you this. I'm going to put this in there too. There's the chart term frequency. This is just one of them. Starting into the 70s, this is just three of the terms racist, racists, and racism. <laughs> All right, that's just three of them. Look what happened in 2010. It seems to be pretty much like it was in the 70s. And then you get into that 20, 20, 18, 19, 21 era. Look at the peak. And then here we are in 2022. Look how far it's fallen off. Yeah.
2: Well, that's nothing but a chaos key. How do you think they brought the communism in?
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, how would you say they did it? Under what means? Because race racism is meant for chaos. Yep, that's the tool. What's the tool to sneak in communism? Climate change.
1: Climate change. Well, that could be up it. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah All things will be controlled because of climate change.
1: There was a. I saw another uh, just comparison. There was a, at one time. Remember whenever the Democrats were like, we need to totally abolish the police. And that wasn't that long ago. That was like, uh, there was an article on that in NPR, which is the government funded news, man. If you listen to NPR, I'm sorry. You just, you're an idiot. I don't mean to call you a name, but just stop it. And you won't have to worry about it anymore. You know what I'm saying? But that's, if you think you're getting straightened, you're not NPR. Congress approves $2.1 billion now in 2021 for, uh, Capitol police funding. but wait. I thought we were going to abolish the police. Yeah. And, you know, remember the Capitol police were so bad because they didn't control the riot. And I just, Mm. I'm just saying, dude.
0: (laughs) So we talk about this normalizing everything. All these, all these phrases going on. That chart you just talked about, um, the the greatest lie ever told, the the vaccines, and then here recently we, you know, have that train and the fallout it has, which that's another huge lie that's I believe is going to end up killing a lot of people. Yeah. Um, same like the vaccines that that train spill, but something to think about to. To open your eyes to what's going on. It's what um. Think about the vaccines. Think about the fallout. Stuff like that. The 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 voting fraud during the twenty twenty election. Mm-hmm. Are the big conservative news channels talking about those things? <laughs> Are they really digging into that stuff? they don't seem to be fox is digging in it real hard right now are they <laughs> that lawsuit? yeah
1: oh okay
2: yeah they dropped the emails with coomer and all of them didn't you they? know that defamation yeah they got emails that nobody knew about they've been sitting on for that's why they've defamation?
1: been quiet oh that for what
2: because i missed it dominion sued fox and all of a sudden they shut up right
1: yeah they did they shut up yeah even sean hannity was on record of saying that we never said anything about dominion they wouldn't allow him to say anything
2: well fox has been sitting on emails and now they've come out in discovery and coomer's sitting there talking about to other executives of dominion about how many bugs there was in their system how screwed up it was how bad it was how they were going to get miscounts. The calculations were not correct. And they're talking about this stuff back and forth. Fox has been sitting on it.
1: Why would they sit on
2: it unless they were involved with it? They were sitting on it because they didn't want to come out until their lawsuit dominions until they got into discovery Uh until the lawsuit began because dominion was suing Fox. So they shut up. Right. They were, we all thought they were scared. Well, they were scared but they weren't going to put those emails out until they got into the court. And now they're in court. So in discovery, mm-hmm. here comes the emails that they've been sitting on. So the only thing that can happen is Dominion, like Mike Lindell says, well, now is Dominion going to sue themselves. Yeah. Because they're the one to defend it,
1: themselves. Yes. Well, I mean that, you know, just to see it from a different angle, Fox may have said on it because they were all involved with it. And they didn't want to get in trouble. And now that it's out, they say, Hey, we could just say, we didn't want to say it cause of the lawsuit, you know? Right. Oh, it's definitely
2: the big old CYA because they actually could have come out and shut it down then, but
1: then they didn't. Yeah. So, well, that's the thing about truth. If you, Try hard enough, you can't help but find it. <laughs> it sort of reveals itself sometime. But then, going back to Yuri Bezmenov, sometimes it don't even matter how much truth you've got. Nope, they just they've been conditioned to the point they're not going to believe it. Yep. Tell tell that then the Fox News emails and that Dominion knew there was going to be miscounts to someone who thinks that the election was not rigged. And what's going to be their response? They ain't going to believe it. No. They don't want to. I, don't know. I just to a side note to mention Mike Lindell. I'm, I am still waiting for Bed Bath & Beyond to go belly up and Mike Lindell buy them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why I want that to happen so bad. That would that would be great. Yeah. They even mentioned that if they do go bankrupt to a point that Mike Lindell might be able to acquire the corporation part of Bed Bath & Beyond for one dollar. I mean, he'd still have to pay like a bunch of debts and stuff, right. you know what I mean, to get out of it. But the actual corporation would change hands for one dollar. And that to me, that's like the <laughs> ultimate finger in your eye. Like, you know what I mean? Like that that's what needs to happen. I don't know if it will or not, but I just I don't, I want it to happen so bad. Oh,
2: man. Yeah, that would
1: be nice. Well, there you go, people. There's my little rant for the day. And, uh, you know, you go ahead and get your I hope. Every, how do you look in red and yellow? How do you look at <laughs> Right. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I don't know. What color? Man. What color's China's flag? Oh, it's red and yellow. <laughs> I don't know, man. The CCP. Yeah. You know, I like ACP. And <laughs> I ain't real fond of the CCP. <laughs> uh. Uh. <laughs> don't you like ACP? I mean, it's pretty good.
0: Well, I like the ACC better. Than ACC, yeah. yeah. I'll
2: give you just a couple of the emails that they got. Some of the statements right, yeah, that were made good, yeah. in, the, in the emails. I, of course, Coomer doesn't have that great of a bad language in it. Eric Coomer acknowledged in private, and this is in emails, our S-word is just riddled with bugs. He also says that our products suck. <laughs> Dominions technology failing where we're due to our complete F bomb up in installation. And in another instance he identified critical bugs leading to incorrect counts. <laughs> 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 Messed up. Guilty man. by their own admission.
1: Yeah. So now what? That's the question.
2: Uh, uh I guess like Mike Lindell said, breaking news. Dominion can now sue themselves.
0: <laughs> the machines are corrupt. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah. Oh man! Enter President Trump. I hope so, man.
2: Anyhow. <laughs> I don't. I don't think Dominion is going to lose. Going to win their case now. Well, it depends it's on what Fox. judge they get. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, China's infiltrated that too. China's infiltrated yes. the judges and the judicial system. Yep. They've funded all kinds of money to put their people in there.
1: There's a link between that China stuff and the Soros man too, and I, that'd take a lot to explain, and I don't have my mind fully wrapped around it either. But I did see that too last week. The funds are funneled through him to come to our nation. To He backs a lot of political stuff to be able to put – Justices and wow.
2: Well, I knew that part. I've always wondered if there was a tie, but I've never taken that on to try to figure
1: it out. There's a tie. The World Economic Forum definitely, absolutely tied to it. Absolutely, in fact, the uh, what's his name? Charles Schwab. Mm -hmm. He, uh, I heard him, Klaus Schwab. Oh, yeah, not the investor company, it probably tied to you know, it's Floridian slip, but it's probably the same thing. Uh, yeah, but the Schwab clause, he uh, he said he said more than once at these economic forums that um, uh, artificial intelligence and technology and things like that those are the future where we're headed, and then he, he'll say it out loud. And the ones who ha- are leading and can control the technology will rule and control the world. And China's whooping our butt now, because. Please-
2: Please keep in mind, he's just a face.
1: He's, he's not, just a face. He's not the man they call the prophet. No. Uh-uh. So thinking about that and leading back again to the Chinese people have infiltrated our corporations by investments and by people on boards and stuff. They're basically robbing our intellectual property. So all the technology that we think we have and we're so advanced that China has it. They're in here taking it off.
2: Remember, remember Sequoia capital. Sequoia. Google. Apple. Apple. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. TikTok. Yeah. Facebook. Twitter, I don't know. But I'm I'm sure they've invested in Twitter, too.
1: No telling. How does that work now that Elon paid something big for it? Did that mean that all the shareholders went away? No, can't. She shareholder. Well, they might have been paid off. You're correct. That's what I'm saying. Did he buy the
2: share and he owns them all now? I don't know. Or if he just bought the majority. Yeah. I have no idea. I've never dug into it, so. Me neither. That is interesting because I wonder how much Sequoia does have in Twitter.
1: Or Tesla. Oh.
2: I didn't look to see if Tesla was in there.
1: Or whatever that space thing he's doing. The internet. Uh, SpaceX. Space. SpaceX. SpaceX. Yeah, that's it. Hmm. I'm sure they're tied in. They have to, I, or I, BlackRock is invested somehow. in those. Anyway, people, I don't know. I mean, I hope you like noodles. You really follow the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like fried rice, sushi. I'm good with all those things, I guess. Things are
2: normal for Chinese in China, too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. I, it's just amazing to me that they use the excuse of having the police safe, uh, police officers here at Chinese police stations because they want to make sure they can monitor their citizens whenever they're not even in their country. I mean, really?
0: I, I don't know, man. They're not going to wake people up. Got a little side note T-shirt idea. Okay. That same podcast I mentioned earlier mentioned. No, no, no. Maybe this might have been a book I was reading. I, I don't know. But he, he mentioned that in the parable of the sower and the seed, there were four different places that the seed was sown. And um, there was the stony ground in on the way, the path, uh, in the thorns, and then on good ground basically the one that was writing about it said basically one in four people are going to hear the truth and keep it and and go with it and so that's, there's a t-shirt idea one of four you could be one of be, four be the one of the four yeah be the one that takes the truth understands it believes it and follows it be and the one of four we could do that and uh, combine it with our Ten percent. It'll it uh, <laughs> go in the grain category of with the shirt that says "Be wheat." Yeah, be wheat. <laughs> All right, y'all good then.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, we out, folks. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to the League of Logic podcast. We hope that something said has made you think and ultimately wants you to go look for the source of truth. That is the Word of God. If you need some assistance getting on that path and search for truth, check out our website, leagueoflogic.com. You'll find some study tools that cover some of the basic topics that we use in this conversation, in this podcast. Also find a contact page on the website where you can leave us a comment or a question. Please do. We'd love to hear from you. You also find a store where you can buy some t-shirts, hoodies, and things like that. That would help us out a lot in support of what we're doing. But the second most important way you can support us in what we're doing is to subscribe, follow, hit whatever button you got to push to keep up with the channel. Thank you again for listening to the League of Logic podcast, and we look forward to you tuning in on the next episode.